All right, let's it. do it. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, back this to is, yeah. another episode of Gimme Babble. Yes, uh, welcome back. <laughs> this is a weekly podcast where we talk all thing art and just everyday babble like, stuff whatever. that we get catching up with. But um, right. you can check us out on YouTube, Gimme Babble YouTube. Yeah, and, we have a YouTube channel. Yes. Yep, and and David's been posting stuff up there. The other David, not me, that David. Uh, the other David. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> it's a podcast. But David Hawkbaum and myself, David Stupakis. Um, and we also have a. Uh, please subscribe to us. Find us on iTunes, and uh, yes. we'd appreciate it if you subscribe to us. And we, yeah. you can also find us on SoundCloud. And um, probably we, uh, we need some self-esteem. Yeah, we, we yes, need, please uplift feel us. Good about ourselves. Because yeah, I, I feel so good right now. <laughs> My well-being is in your hands. <laughs> and uh, what else we got? We got we got and we got it. We started up a you well we, well we started up a Twitter account. Give me babble at Twitter yep. right or you at, can follow us on Twitter. Babble. This way, you know, if we're talking and like right now, not what you're listening to, but like. Um, we could, uh, you know, live tweet something and like questions and you could write something in like, take your shirt off, whatever. I don't know. <laughs> you, know you could tell us stuff to do stuff and we'll do it like your clowns. Yeah. Your clown. And one last, one last thing to cover is we have a Gmail. Yes. Email us at gimme babble, G I M M I E B A B E L at gmail.com for any um questions yeah any questions suggestions Sorry. topics you know yeah. you want to you want to we're trying to we're trying to communicate here we're trying to talk to you we want to talk to i want to yeah. talk to david i, I want to talk to david i want to hear what you have to say and uh yeah and that's this is our second one um just a quick disclaimer if you listen to the first one <laughs> we got a disclaimer i might have heard you know there's some there's some anger there's some <laughs> with, with some you know down on this and down on that and, and you know it's not always going to be like that it's definitely going to go in that territory mm-hmm. but you know because there is there is frustration I think there's a, a, a psychic frustration that's out there for everybody not yeah. just us and this is our platform not to to give any any insight beyond our you know bouncing ideas off each other but you know we want to uh, let off some steam. And every once in a while, it's going to come across as pretty angry. And, uh, I don't I, you know. Even, if it's anything like that last conversation we had on the phone where we were talking about politics. Yeah, well, we don't, we're not going to talk about politics. Because that's just going to, just, no. I can already see you. Uh, no, we're not going to, only if we interview Les Barony. If we get Les Barony. And I, That'll get really ugly. The... Uh, Hard drive. Uh, so, dude, I want to get into it, man. I went to yes. the Met yesterday to yes, go check out the jealous. Michelangelo show, man. And I want to talk about it while I'm still fired up about it. It was amazing. It was probably one of the greatest exhibitions I've ever seen. I want to get back there. It ends, I think, February 12th. Um, um, so, first of all, if anybody's in New York, you got to see this show that's listening to this podcast. It, it was 
so awe-inspiring and it was overwhelming the amount of work that was in it now it mainly focuses on it mainly the main focus was on his paperwork there was there was some marble sculptures there was some paintings there um they had they had that painting did you ever see the painting that he did when he was 13 it's uh, uh, same... I, I, I not by memory. Maybe maybe just you probably did looking at stuff, but I wouldn't I, be able to pick it out in a lineup. I don't know if it's Saint John the Baptist or it's 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 one of the one of the saints, and he's and he's floating. He's got all these demons around him. But he painted it when he was thirteen, and it's just unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, like, sometimes you know... I like to steer clear of that kind of work because yeah. it's, it's like <laughs> you toss everything in the garbage and you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 ice fishermen. And, I was, I was you know. talking to Aprella about it and Aprella was like, well, they died a lot younger back then, so they had to work they a lot didn't faster. <laughs> they didn't have much time. Get to it. Get yeah, to yeah, it. yeah. You gotta, you got to make it happen quicker. When you were 13 years old, what were you up to? What, what were you doing? Crayons, not, cray, not, not crayons and colored pencils. Maybe I experimented with oil paint, I think, maybe a couple times. Yeah, but besides that, I mean... And it was phenomenal work, David. You should have seen it. No. no I was no. drawing Daffy Duck like it was nobody's business. 13. What grade were we in? When I don't we were know. Yeah, we were probably in at least junior high. 13, I think, was not quite high school. I think to junior high, junior high, ninth, eighth grade. I think I eighth grade. Eighth grade? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I was probably, I was probably still like gearing up to still do a lot of comic book stuff back then. Probably doing a lot of pen and ink and and a, and a lot of uh, penciling. So you were making art at that age. Oh yeah, I was. I, al- I, I mean, I, mean I, I was always, I was always making art. I was. My thing with it was that because of my learned disability, which you know you know all about, and that it was like the one yeah, thing that yeah, I found. I think- know about it well, oh yeah yeah okay so so in a nutshell what yeah so and and a quick nutshell i was i was i was uh diagnosed in 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 the end of first grade i think it was or second grade with a pretty severe learning disability so from that point on i got i had to go to special schools that dealt with learning disability it's not like the way it is today um, growing up in the in, in the seventies and early eighties and stuff like that, yeah, and, they, uh, they stuffed you in a class with the, the 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 with the burnouts and you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so so I never got to go to school with any of my friends you know growing up like you know with my neighborhood friends and stuff like that so <laughs> it was always this thing about making new friends and all that stuff so anyways. I found art really, really young on, whether it was just like drawing Bugs Bunny, you know, trying to emulate him off the TV set and, you know, trying to capture that motherfucker as quick as possible. And that, and, uh, and it became to be like a salvation for me and something, cause it was like the one thing, cause I didn't know, you know, when you're that young and you got such a severe learning disability like that, you don't really, you don't understand all you think is, you know, oh God, why am I so stupid? You know, how come I'm not wrap your head around that? Yeah. Yeah. You have no idea. Why, why, why is it, why does this shit come so easy to everybody else? But I, for me, you know, but one thing that came easy to me was to emulate things that I seen, you know, through, through paper sure. and visually. So and then that was also a great friend making thing. So when mm-hmm. I was going from school to school, it was like, oh, look at this guy. He's, you know, he's the guy who draws. Yeah. Like, like yeah. you know, really cool Bugs Bunny or something, you know. And, and at that, that age, were you also kind of, um, I mean, being different with a learning disability and being in different classes, were you also, did you also look different? Did you dress different or were you yeah. just still kind of just. Maybe not that young. I mean, my, at that young, my mother still dressed me. 
You know what I mean? Like would you know would buy me clothes and shit like that. You know, yeah, she would buy me the sweaters and stuff. But but yeah, yeah. But oh, at that age, yeah, no, at that age, definitely, I was the weirdo. I was the, you know, punk rocker or or heavy metal head. Were you punk rocker? Yeah, yeah. After I went through my heavy metal stage for a long ass time, and I I guess I'm back in my heavy metal stage now. But uh, 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 and then you know when I got into skateboard and I got really into punk rock. But at 13 I, years old, this is... Where, yeah, this yeah, is. I was probably... Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I had my, you know, my devil's lock at 13 and all that stuff. Wow. Yeah. Maybe maybe a little old. Maybe, maybe 15, but... Uh, and, you know... At that age, that's a big jump. 13 to 15, a lot of things happened. Yeah, so I don't really know. It was somewhere... Where, it was probably 15, maybe. But... When are you in... Well, I'm not. We're not going to sit here and divide math of like grades and shit. But we're not I was doing wondering, math. I was wondering what time, what time you were, like where you were at when you were 15 in grades. Probably junior high. I, I mean, high school. 15. Yeah, that's high school. Yeah. That's 13, 14, 15. I'd yeah, say so probably high, high school. school I was punk. more of a punk. You know, more in the punk thing and stuff. Yeah, I did. Um, I did. But anyway, I, w- I wanted to get back to uh, uh, the, the so the show, Angelo. the Michelangelo show. So so it's overwhelming with the amount of work that's in there. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a show you have to see twice. And I also did the audio tour thing, but I was also there with old, uh, with some friends. So like we were also talking a bunch and that. And, uh, so I'm going to go back again. I think either next week or the week after go check it out again, do the audio thing, like Foley, you know, immerse, go myself and just go with the Prell and we, and we'll both do the audio, uh, gig. And, uh, and, but one thing that I came away from it with is that, um, and that I really dug and I wanted to talk to you about was that now seeing the show begins with, you start to see some of the drawings from his mentors. Okay. Right. Yep. And they're unbelievable. Like, like this work is unbelievable. Is that people that he worked under while he was alive? Like while they yes. were alive? Yep. Yep. Well, they were alive. I, I Yeah. And then you go into seeing people that he mentored towards mm-hmm. the end of it or, or towards the middle of his career or whatever, like people who worked in his workshop and so when on. When he was so forth. dead at the age of 22. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> Whenever they died. So, so, well, fucking Da Vinci, uh, Leonardo lived for fucking until he was almost 80 or some shit, right? But, but, anyways, we're not talking about Leonardo. We're talking about Michelangelo. And <laughs> I, I will say that this, I, so what I, what I came to with that is, why him and why not these guys that are now obviously they're in the history books if if, if sure. you're a real art guy and you dig down until you find oh. all these people and stuff but why not these guys is it because of of the staple of work that they did without through their lives um is it because of 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 the amount of work that they produced is it because of how great of a guy that they were with networking i mean obviously he got into the vatican why, he was involved. Why, why did so why why so is big? that name boom so big well, when you see these got, other artists he, that are phenomenal well they were great artists but he was a commissioned artist and and in order to, to rise in the ranks in those days you needed a patron then yeah. you were like you know you were you valued on who yours was your patron and if you know by word of mouth and by whatever carrier pigeon i don't know how they yeah, communicate yeah. back then you know <laughs> yeah. you know you didn't get to hear about the other guys you can't i can't give you a link you know to another artist back then 
you know, to check this guy's stuff out, <laughs> you know, yeah. and he was, he rose in the ranks by, you know, being apprentice under the right artists, you know, and everything I believe just worked very much word of mouth, who you worked for, who you worked with. And, and that's, that's why, Yeah, that's why we know his name. We don't know all these lesser artist names. I'm sure there's like a shit ton of yeah. brilliant artists that, you know, their names are jotted somewhere in a log it, that's in the Vatican or something. Or, of course, yeah. Because the majority of this art was all commissioned, you know, by the church or by very rich patrons who were under the influence of the church, you know, of power. And so... It also goes behind story being built ab about somebody, right? It goes be behind that idea of, of, of building legend. Yeah, yeah, the mythology behind the, mythology. The, character, the, the character of a person, which in today's day, you know, still exists. It's under the public image. You know, how you are perceived in a public image is how, you know, popular you are as well. It's mm -hmm. it, not much has changed in that sense. It's all a popularity fucking thing, right? <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think it, it feels that way. It really feels that way. And, and the, the word contest, I mean, that brings up something I've been thinking about. Recently, uh, again, because it's an old thought, is how much the idea of competition within our own peer groups has become such a normal thing to do yes. rather than, than a combining of efforts and sort of like a, you know, a support group. Well, it's it, much, it's, this is mine. Well, the, the, the protective the, the, nature of, of stuff, but like the going up against like, you know, whether it's – you. This is, I don't know if this is a great example, but like competition shows where, you know, who's the winner of uh, this, yeah. you know, who's the winner of that. And that sort of like competitive nature, of course, yes, art like is a very competitive field, but it's an amazing difference of how fast the artist as an individual for their own sake grows when they work in tandem collectively with other artists rather than like competing against other artists within their peer group you know well that's that almost goes to that that idea too is like you know you're supposed to surround yourself by people who are better than you at things because that only helps you to grow and 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 and, and i i guess this is off this is off the subject from what you're saying Not so really. but 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 the idea of like we should count we should be working together you know well it, yeah i mean i'm not all kumbaya i don't want to get on the beach with a guitar and, yeah he is you know, like it sing songs and hold hands you know i i <laughs> but you know, at the same time, I find that competitive nature or the need so to go up in a yeah, I'm naked. I'll go full naked. <laughs> I'm gonna go that far. But you know what? It's like there's uh, there's so much of a uh, an immediate jump to that like competitive, you mm. know, who's who's better or who's represented by so and so, and really. It, the only one that really benefits from your popularity are the people that are making money off of you, unless you're making money yourself, you know, which, you know, most artists don't do that. They it, networking is, is a whole different business and it's hard to juggle the ability to make art and to, um, you know, promote yourself and, 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 and show your work and, and collect clients. But the, the really only one who benefits the most are the galleries or the people who make money off the artists in the competitive thing. When the artist works with another artist, whether you're learning from them or working at the same speed, you're ahead or behind. If if each one is giving, the, each one gets. It's yes. just the way it works, and your work gets. Each better. one's growing and each one's learning. 
Yeah, you're 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 expanding. You're yeah. expanding. And I feel like you know either you're contracting or you're expanding, mm-hmm. and you're pulling in. And when you pull in and you're tight, as mm-hmm. small like sub particle, you're small. You're really resisting. You're resisting influence. You're resisting information. You're putting out. You're building walls around you. You know, yeah. like, and, not, and and not letting stuff come in. It's yeah. a darkness, and in that darkness, the only thing that really prevails is fear, and pain, anxiety, well, uh, violence. You know, and when yeah. you're expanding, the opposite. You're open. Yeah. You know, then then you're open up to love. Yeah. Then that's the stuff that really, all of a sudden, you're like, when people talk about the idea of magic happening yeah. things that are wonderful unexplained powerful that's when that happens mm-hmm. you know? mm-hmm. that's that 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 openness and that sharing that kind of brings me to that idea of that whole side of now thinking in the way of where someone gets you're in a situation where you are uh, struggling and you're constantly chasing money and 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 you're and you you don't know when you're gonna eat next and and or sure. how or how you're gonna eat next and you're working your ass off the work is amazing because you're 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 putting everything into it where there's a switch I feel that happens sometimes where people get comfortable well where they get, well, the compl- exa- well that, that, this that, is, that's, this that's, is this another is, thing that I I, I want to be very like like clear that there's a, a there's a big difference between complacency and happiness and working through happiness and when you're doing well when you do have food on on the plate when you are satisfied with your life and the people in your life you also i feel to can create better work stronger I, work yes. more engaging work yeah. that and more more like everybody can connect to fear but i feel like that that struggle, that pain, it's it's very one note mm-hmm. for me, you know. But like happiness and joy, I think is a lot more. I uh, I think universally um, understandable enjoy. And I I don't know. I I used to believe when I was younger. I used to think that I could only create good art when I was suffering, when I was in pain, because like when your heart is broken. Yeah. Music sounds better. You understand yeah. music, all that kind of stuff. And art just feels like you feel like you're doing something true and honest. Yeah, I, yeah, I should refer. Like, I don't necessarily mean in struggle. I just mean in the fear of that, not not fear, desperation, in, desperation, or or something that you're chasing. Well, yeah, which that's... allows that creativity to keep sparking and sparking and sparking to ignite that flame that's within you you know um i just it seems like maybe some of the art that i see or you know in all genre i'm not even talking about, i'm talking music i'm talking everything movie mm-hmm. making everything but maybe it's not the idea of comfortability within money for those people that they've that, that they've achieved maybe it's just they stay too long at the party or whatever and they have no more ideas or, or or something you know well you know you if if you get if you get comfortable in a situation you wind up chasing your tail you wind up you know i i like the to use the analogy when somebody gets comfortable with their work for whatever reason because it's well received or they're selling or whatever they it's like a person sitting in front of a grand piano and just hitting that one 
key over and over and over again because it resonates with a certain crowd or it resonates with themselves. But, you know, there's all this other keys in front of you that are not being utilized. And that, I think, ha tends to happen. I mean, besides when people, you know, get a good positive response from others about their work or they're not, um, you know, they're stuck for whatever reason. They're not, they're not collaborating enough. They're not open enough to the idea that, you know, there's other ways to be inspired. Like whether you, you, if you have the option to do some traveling, you know, mm -hmm. getting your own headspace, getting out of whatever routine that it is you're doing that is so comfortable yeah. because comes so easy so it becomes routine yeah you said that to me a while ago just in the idea of you know i remember one time you brought up you like us hanging out right now having coffee or whatever you know and just shooting the shit this is important like you need to do this yeah. you need to get out of the studio and be able just to you know because you, be, because you're gonna bring this conversation and this experience some shape some form you know yeah, sitting in the studio, those four walls that you know so well, those those yeah. that smell that you know so well, you put on the music, you're in control of your cockpit, your yeah, spaceship. Yeah, yeah exactly. Right? <laughs> but, <laughs> I'm driving this shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that is, you know, that's what we, you know, aspire to have. I feel most comfortable in the studio, but I like to put myself out of my comfort. I like to challenge you know, not just what I'm seeing in front of me, but what my, you know, my brain picks up all around, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. and I, there's so much to, re, to take in that you forget, you know, mm -hmm. you forget that your brain can be triggered by something like the sound of a bird or the smell of a, of a burger cooking down the street or, you know, the, the, yeah. the, the, the feel of a leaves crunching under your feet that are going to trigger memories. Absolutely. That, that smell hits you and you're like, Oh my God, this reminds me of, you know, back when I was like eight and this thing happened to me. And then I want to paint that feeling. I don't want to paint necessarily that, that, you know, that. yeah. It yeah. winds up like boosting your inspiration. Mm -hmm. Know? And, you know, sometimes you need to be more extreme, like get the fuck out of the city, get the fuck out of the country, get, you know, move somewhere. It depends how extremely stuck you are. But, you know, or, you know, just stop thinking about your art, mm -hmm. period, mm -hmm. you know, because your tank is your tank is empty. Yeah. You've, you've used up all that fuel. You need to go out there and refuel, open up. Open up your, your gate, let things sort of fall in, yeah. and then when you're ready and you're full again, close those gates up. And, and, let, and let it fill back up. The, yeah. the rubble, you know, see what you can find. Yeah. But, you know, it takes that conscious effort sometimes to, to actually get out of your own element and be uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. And being uncomfortable is harder and harder to, of a thing to happen naturally. You really have to work at it because... Oh. We have so many things at our leisure, like right at our fingertips that, you know, in order to, 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 to have to work for something takes work, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you really have to make the effort to make an effort. Mm -hmm. And so it's a strange, it's a strange thing. That's this, this is what I want to bring up to that was something you're talking about before. And, uh, it made me think of this and I forget what it was, but I think, oh yeah. Cause you were talking about this day and age of everything at our finger. And I think you're just saying it now, maybe. Rethink it. But the idea of like <laughs> the technology that we have right now, where everything is at our fingertips, it's a different world that we're living in, it's a different platform, it's um um 
in a lot of ways, absolutely unbelievably amazing because of how we're able to reach um, um, our audience or, 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 uh, or yeah, our audience, people and that. Um, however, I feel like now it's also that place where we live in a day and age where everything is so easily forgotten as quickly as it happens. What I mean by that is how, how important are things you're talking about like 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 the 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 lack of able to retain information for long enough yeah yeah well just how important things are where you know a gallery had a painting of mine they said it was you know it was sold at the opening and all that stuff and then um they put a red dot on it i found out later on that it wasn't sold because the person didn't didn't fully commit to it and just wanted to look cool. I freaked out because I was like, dude, like, you know, because my most important thing is, uh, my most important thing is I don't care about, about, uh, write-ups or, or, I, I, I mean, great. Yeah. I mean, amazing if they happen, but like write-ups or all that other shit, like all I want to do is make money for my art so I can sustain my life and make a living. Yeah. Right. So, so, you know, and the gallery's like, well, you know, it, 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 it you know, it looked cool though at the opening of the red dot. I'm like, what the? F- I don't give a shit like about that yeah. stuff. The deal is, is by having that red dot on it, you made it. You made it seem like nobody's going to inquire about it. Yeah, because well, that's, it, that's, it was sold. That so, goes right back to what I was saying. How so, who winds up benefiting by but, you looking cool is the gallery. But, not you. So exactly. So what I was going to say by this is that now, with that idea of somebody saying, well, you know, it helped make it look good, and it's just like no, because. First of all, I don't give a shit, but the deal is, is nobody, you know, nobody cares about that shit. Or they might care about it for a second, but how quickly yeah. they forget it. Yeah. You it's, know? it's not, it's not. The, the, the people that care about whether or not the work sold, the people that really care, mm-hmm. you know, would be more offended by the fact that it was something that the gallery thought looked cool rather than being real. Yeah. Okay. And you're, you you would benefit from from the oh, I don't know it's it's um I mean it sounds like you know gallery is trying to cover their ass a little bit trying to make you feel better about the fact that they didn't sell yeah. it and no I mean you know end of the day too I don't want it like the gallery's fucking great I I, I love the guys who who who, who I, I love the guy who runs it and everything else and all that stuff it's just mm-hmm. it was a misunderstanding in that and, and yeah, which happens quite often yeah more yeah. more than not is yeah. there understand is there like understanding between the galleries and the artists yeah most of the time you know we're trying as much as possible to to be as upfront with one another mm-hmm. you know the artists in the gallery and unless you've got a special relationship which takes time and luck you know you're you're everybody's fronting yeah you know there's a lot of fronting going on why so I well, mean, I know why, because you're trying to build this fucking thing that makes people, you know, want excited. the work and excited. Yeah. And I got to yeah. own a David Hawkbaum because, th- you know, this, 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 this shit's being built up around him and the gallery, yeah. the way the gallery talks about him. And, you know, I get it, mm-hmm. but I wish we lived in a world where there didn't have to be bullshit. <laughs> You know? All right, sweetheart. I, my, I, I want to give you a, a hug and a kiss yeah, and I tell know. you everything's going to be okay because but everything's going to be okay. But that's not the world we live in. Unfortunately, you know, it, there are 
you know, there, there are a lot of um, galleries that do very, you know, very honestly and very, you know, wholeheartedly with all best intentions, you know, want, want to take an artist and, and, and prop them up and move them forward. Fortunately, most of those good natured, well-intentioned galleries don't have the, the money to begin with to last longer than a month or two yeah. with you, you know, and if they don't last with you, if they don't sell your work in the first show, they're going to move on to other artists yeah. because the, the reality is it's unless it's like one of those things where there's so much hype has been built up and an artist sells out, you know, it takes a couple of shows to start, you know, the momentum going. Sure. And but I'm not even just talking about ga- I'm talking about persona. I'm talking about like I'm not I'm talking about artists. Talking about I'm talking image. about I'm talking about every like I just don't understand this whole smoke and mirror thing that everybody feels like they have to create to build this you know I just wish image. people could people could be fucking real. Like artist, well, it, gallery, it, it, musician, the whatever the fuck is, it is, you know. Whatever real was real is something different now. Yeah. When people talk about being real, it's 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 not a matter of like it's no longer real but it's called real. It's mm-hmm. just being real is a whole different animal. Yeah. You know, people have their people's existence in the world, how they're seen is different than how when we were growing up and how the generation before us was growing up, you know? Yeah. There's a lot more attention paid to the actual physical, you know, being. Yeah. You know? what you look like, what you sound like, what you do. And the proof is so immediate of who you are. That's re- exactly, you know, well, it, I say that people now. Are nervous. People are like, when, I mean, when are we old enough to realize, you know, how, how to fucking behave like mm-hmm. a normal human being, you know, when you're, when you're a teenager and you're out there getting more, you know, hits on, on, on the internet than I am. You know, because you're constantly showboating, you're 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 out there. Yeah. What? At what at what point is is me being myself more real than them being acting up on on the internet being real? You know. Yeah. But uh, I don't. Yeah, it's a yeah yeah. It's, it's a weird. It's, 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 it's hard thing. It's no. like those damn kids. They they you know everything. Yeah, the world's gone. It got itself <laughs> in a big hurry. You know. Those damn kids. Those pesky. Rascals, the yeah. the um, you know, but I, I, I it's funny though because I say that, but then I think back to you know, like with Hit Parade or something when I was a kid. I love the mystery with these rock stars where it's like all you got was like the small interview you read in a magazine and one photo, and uh, so it left all this well, that's mystery and stuff. But the deal is nowadays, you just look shit up online and you find you can find out everything you want to know about this thing, you know. Yeah. And the underground is getting grittier and grittier, almost to the point where it's like, it's disgusting, you know, (laughs) because in order to be underground, you really really have to be unwanted and to, and everybody wants what's cool all the fucking time and they want it immediately. So the underground doesn't get much of a chance to sort of gestate, you know, to really marinate, to become something organically and original because the second there's a scent or a hint of something cool, it takes one blogger, it takes one Instagram, it takes one live video, you know, from somebody's telephone. Mm-hmm. If you can call it telephone, you, people are making calls on them, you know, to to take that and elevate it to the point of mainstream and, and super hyper pop popularity. So, you know, access to, to the underground is so quick and immediate that, you know, 
if it does, if it is good, it's gonna it's gonna be in the in this arena of mainstream really quickly, and mainstream is boring. Mainstream was, you know, and then well exactly, and then, and then, what, and then that thing that was awesome, awesome becomes to be so less awesome because yeah, now it, because yeah. then it gets usurped by everything from advertisers to jingles in 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 you know commercials to to like celebrities mm-hmm. now. You know, they want to wear that Iron Maiden T-shirt or, you know, mm, like yeah. it's it's so like, what is it? Co-opted, co-opted, or whatever. It's sucked up and it is, you know, sucked into the mainstream really, really fast. Mm-hmm. And it's frustrating because, you know, it, it's like trying to find what's cool and what's new. Yeah. Yeah. You just reminded me too. Do I have to tell you the story? This is like just because you made me think about the maiden. The maiden thing made me think about yep. this. I was walking down the street over the summertime, yep. and some younger fella. I mean, he was probably in his or like <laughs> younger fella, <laughs> mid twenties or whatever. I was walking down the street. It was summer, so I had a t-shirt on and everything, yep. with with just you know no jacket on, and I was wearing uh, just a big misfit skull, and that yep. and. Uh, and the guy, guy said, and I had my headphones on, so so, but I could hear him. He goes, uh, he goes, hey man, do you even know who those? Do you even know that shirt that you're even wearing? I, was <laughs> like, I paid no attention. But I was like, hey, dude, this isn't like a fashion fucking statement. I had, I, I was wearing this band shirt before you were even fucking born. <laughs> Yeah, when when yeah, not but, during the reunion yeah, show yeah. thirty years. Yeah, later, yeah, yeah, yeah. You little fuck. No, see, but that's that's what I'm saying too. It's like when I was a kid, and I recognized somebody wearing a T-shirt of a band, you know, like an emblem, whether yeah. it was like a Misfits or an Einsters emblem, you know, something that if you knew, you knew. If you didn't, you had no idea. Yeah. You know, that that was the person you'd go up to because there was oh, just a handful in every town. Exactly. Like, hey dude. Yeah. And and that and now it's it seems more like it's a one up, it's a competition. Everybody's like up against each other to be like more in the know, better than and it's like, you know what? Instead of a fucking wink or a high five, it's like, do you even know what that means? It, it translated what he's saying is hey i know what that means it's like yeah good for you good that's yeah. nice that's yeah. nice keep it to your fucking self you yeah. know it's 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 really well un- i wouldn't mind the thumbs up that'd yeah, be awesome thumb- yeah that's what i'm saying that's yeah. what instead instead of that yeah it, it, everything everything's getting, a competition getting like yeah. the, the 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 growl and the grunt and yeah. hey, hey i'm guilty of it too sometimes i look at people i'm walking down the street you know not anymore because I don't ever leave the house in, a, uh, in <laughs> Somerville. But, you know, and you see somebody and you're like, oh, yeah, right. You know it. You know what power in Peralta is. You know, you know, you know, like. I don't even and, know who the fuck that is. That's some skateboard Powell Peralta. Oh, Powell Peralta. I thought you were talking about a band. Like, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like yeah. people wear, you know, what Vision Street wear, you know, because sure. stuff that, like, is iconically Retro. cool yeah, exa- yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and recognizable rather than like Fresh. i fucking <laughs> yeah. love those sneakers or like i you know this is my skate this is you wear it like a badge mm-hmm. you know you know i we used to wear santa cruz like a badge because mm-hmm. i skated you know oh, santa cruz <laughs> yeah, santa yeah. cruz that was my that was my deck right. you know right. and um i was a power pearl the guy it's funny that i didn't realize what you said <laughs> oh the trucks i you yeah. know like the 
you know, but, um, uh, what, no independent trucks. Those independent, are, yeah, yeah. Now, Paolo Peralta was the skeleton ripping through the fucking paper. Yeah, yeah, and that. yeah, yeah. And then as well as Tony Hawk was on Paolo Peralta and a bunch of those fucking guys. Yeah. yeah. Stacy Peralta. Yeah. Anyway, anyway but yeah, I, I, it, it's, it keeps going full circle with that kind of stuff, the, the, the getting upset with the youth of today. Now, I love <laughs> the youth of today. I really, like, I'm, 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 I get angry. I'm probably more bitter than I was four years ago, but I have my reasons you know, for being you, you, you are more bitter. Okay. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Bitter. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not angry, bitter. You know, there's two different things. You know, I'm more bitter because of, you know, I, I got fucked over by somebody that totally betrayed my trust. So I became bitter. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm less than I was, you know, when it first happened. But, but I, I definitely am lean more towards like I'd much rather not be pissed off at all the at the youth and rather be like excited yeah, about you know the, the inspiration that you know that it gets passed from generation to generation to generation passing that torch you know kind of thing like now go and do better do better than I did you know kind of thing but um, I, I find myself stumbling much more often over like oh you ungrateful you you entitled mm-hmm piece of shit you know i uh i i, I would like a cure for that you know? <laughs> i, I like guess get, maybe get out a little bit more right oh you'd think but the more you go out the more the more the they're m- like fuck <laughs> the more anger rising I, I mean, yeah, the urge to kill I, rising i need an enlightenment or i need to be educated yeah you know but but not. I don't want to be. I don't want to be explained to. Yeah. I just, I just want to be enlightened. Somehow. Well, I, I, you know, when I think about now, I still go back to thinking. Like now, I understand when my father goes. You got no idea when I was a kid, you know, or like you know, just yeah. wait, <laughs> just wait until you get older, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're somewhere smack in the middle of that now. Yeah. You know? yeah. Well, I'm probably the age my father wasn't even saying it to me. So, you know, yeah. that's funny. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. Hilarious. I'm fucking. <laughs> oh, man. Yesterday reminded me, though, which which I won't do, but I got to get out more. To get, I got to get out to more yeah. to places that inspire me. Well, that's what happens, man. It's such a romantic idea. Like, I'm jealous you went to the Met, but remember we. You know, when I was living there, I tried to make an effort of like set an alarm, get up early, get on the subway, hit the Met before, you know. Yeah, you did it quite I a was, bit. I was woke enough to realize that I didn't want to go. You know, I'd yeah, yeah. I'd rather stay home and do some work in the studio. You know, it's the same idea. Get yourself out, you know, and I'd force myself to do that sometimes, you know, call you from the, the roof garden mm-hmm. and be like, hey, I'm at the Met and, you know, just stroll around, even if it was just a quick walkthrough. You know, yeah. 30 minutes in the yeah. Metropolitan is like, you know, a week's vacation. Yeah. You know? And they still haven't passed that, that thing yet. You heard what well, they're doing pay? about the, the, what was that? Yeah. The, yeah, yeah. The pay. So it's like, if you live in New York state, yeah. then you, I guess only pay a dollar or well, no pay suggested, but now they're, they're making that move to, if you're out of state, you have to pay the full 25. Full twenty five. Yeah. I'm well. I'm glad I still got my New York driver's license. Yeah. So, because now I guess they're making people. They so they haven't done it yet, but I guess they're going to start IDing everybody when you come in now. 
So yeah, keep that license. <laughs> yeah, when you I'm come not, to visit, <laughs> trust me, a Massachusetts driver's license is not a badge of honor. It's be like I suck at driving. I <laughs> see. I because because I grew up there, I never, I never. I don't know. I I I, I feel never, like I feel, never were able to look in the mirror and be like, "Look at that asshole." Well, New York driving City, around. it's crazy aggressive too. So it's like you know, you know. Well, but. the nice thing about New York City is, you know, essentially you don't really need a car. You yeah. can get there's transportation. You know, yeah, and well, things are the best transportation things, in the fucking. Yeah, uh-huh. the US. Well, things are rel- relatively close to one another, so sometimes you can walk. Now, I always lived in Manhattan, so you know it was. You know, easy to yeah. get. And you were in the village, so it was everything you needed was right there anyway, pretty much for the most part. Mostly, mostly you know, yeah. a lot of the stuff. Even if I had to go, you know, midtown, it's a 10, 15 minute walk. You mm-hmm. know, I didn't have to worry about if I was too stoned to get into a car to go, you know, to Home Depot. <laughs> you know, which is now like part of my, you know, every day. It's like, okay, what am I doing tomorrow? Oh, I have to go to the doctor or I have to go to the supermarket. Anything that involves getting in a car, you know, yeah. I've Okay, I have to I have to make sure I don't go get stoned because yeah. I no longer drive stoned. I used to drive around with a bong between my legs, you know, while my friend is lighting taking bonnets, which now I can't even walk from the couch to like the bedroom to lie down. <laughs> I'm like, forget it. These legs, I'm afraid of my These legs are not made for walking. <laughs> yeah, and that's just things, what they won't do. Are they supposed to bend like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Anyway, so yeah, car culture here is 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 definitely a different thing. It's just, but the, I'm sorry, the, it, and it's proven. There, there's actual. You know, well, it's been said for for as long as I was horrible ever. drivers. Yeah, yeah. You know? and I feel like you know, even not even like I'm not, and I'm not bad mouthing Boston. I don't get my ass kicked in like two. <laughs> a bunch of people, Red Sox hat will come flying in. Yeah, hey, what the fuck, man? Um, that was a horrible Boston yeah. accent. <laughs> you're, you're usually a lot better at it. <laughs> you should not be talking in that way about the Boston. <laughs> it's my Boston accent. Yeah, that was better. <laughs> um, but, you know, there, there's something about Boston because it's so, you know, I don't know. It's something weird about it. It's almost like the fucking Lotus Eaters thing where, you know, people – kind of keep themselves they don't go out as much and it's like it doesn't matter how old you are you kind of act like a 40 something year old out here well like, it depends if you're a frat kid or if you're a fucking you know i mean if you're you know frat kid, i don't have an if, dude if that. you're hanging around kenmore man I go to kenmore. Be, oh my god be, yeah. it, i don't even recognize it yeah i, yeah. I don't recognize it I, or if I, you're over in harvard you know it's crazy it's, it's fucking uh, wicked pisser but the uh, uh, depends where you are, dude. You're right by you're right by Davis. We'll give Davis it to is... it. It's like people like will come here, complain about either the driving or the behavior, this mm-hmm. and that, and uh, in like a year they're doing it. Mm-hmm. Complacency yeah. and laziness and and like. Uh, <laughs> 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 And I'm like, ah, I don't. I'm from New York, you know, fast, 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 fast. Yeah. It's, but like, oh well, definitely. I mean, I mean, anywhere other than this fucking city is is throwing on the emergency brake pretty quick, you know. No, no, man. Have you been to Northern? Have you been to Marrakesh? The way they drive around there, Jesus Christ. Really? <laughs> no traffic lights. No, I'm just talking. Around. I'm just talking about the movement of lifestyle. 
out. You know, in the U.S. wise, I mean, this is the fastest. I don't know, moving place. I mean, we, me and you used to talk about it all the time. It's like sink or swim here, man. You better be fucking that that, that undertow's coming to rip you down. And it's shark infested waters, so yeah. it's you gotta watch your watch your ass. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like don't watch your ass because people come to New York. A lot of times, I'm seed and with this idea of what New York is, like yeah, it's fucking cutthroat. And yeah, it is cutthroat, but don't come in there, hey, cutthroat, and start cutting. Yeah, yes, yes, that's fucking stabbing. Chill, do, do, yeah, it's, do it your fucking way as much as you can. You're going to have to give in to the city because you also don't go to New York like, I'm going to conquer New York. It's like, no, no, you're not. New York is going to chew you up, spit you out, or it's going to, you know, humble you yeah and be and be fucking humble don't be like well i'm the, the coolest thing since bleh. because you know what you get you get fucking lady gaga you get garbage you get this like oh but i'm glitterier than you i have more silver on or uh, my tits are out more than yours or or bleh, i put more dicks in my ass and I'm not just talking about Lady Gaga. Just <laughs> anybody coming and being like, eh, look at all the dicks in my That's going to get some tickets sold. And you're going to be the coolest DJ uh, for your, your Wednesday night gig at some shit bar, dick in the ass night, whatever. Yeah, the fuck you're going to offend a lot of Lady Gaga fans, right? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because <laughs> i'm offended no. <laughs> i'm sorry well i mean to like say she is a piece of shit <laughs> i meant to say that everything that she represents and produces is shit no mm. i didn't mean to say that no that's all right this is where we rewind and we erase a little but what i'm saying is regurgitated Nonsense. Yeah, 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 yeah. Take something that you, I you love that you new Madonna associate. song. No, well, exactly. Taking something that you associate with a scene, whether it's the New York downtown scene or the art scene or the food scene, you associate something with it. You take it, you regurgitate it, you put a different shirt on it, a different wig, and <laughs> you know the newest technology added on top of that. Yeah. And and you have for the next generation and, and you gap a good 15, 20 years between. And then you, you got a number one selling piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo. <laughs> Congratulations. That brings me to, you know, I don't know if we'll leave this in, but that brings me to the to, to the yeah, idea of of how if I listen to, say, like uh the Supremes, or uh, give me give me a guy band from back in the fifties, uh, doo-wop. Uh, Frankie Valley. Nah, what? like 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 a multiple guy band. Uh, uh, Frankie Valley in the Four Seasons. Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, how many, of course. How many guys? <laughs> I was just thinking band. about Frankie Valley. I wasn't thinking about the Four <laughs> Seasons. Like exactly, band. exactly. And I hear that stuff, and I love it. And I don't know if I love it because it's nostalgic for my father always listening to it, and my my, my mom when I was a kid, or I just I love it. However, I can't stand any new, like, any boy band. But in a lot of ways, they're doing the same shit, you know? It, they're, 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 they're dancing in, the in form, you know? They're, they're, they're all singing together in, in that harmony. harmony, right? But it, 
I, I, it wants me to jam nails into my eardrums, you know? And a lot of it is, you know, designed for demographic that will pick up on it. Like, like the monkeys were created only because, yeah, because the Beatles, Beatles made yeah. them and the girls scream, yeah. you know, and, and they made it for, to, for selling stuff. But today's, I mean, that the, the kind of boy bands that you see now, it's like it bypasses any thought of what's important in the originality and the concept in, in like the, 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 you know, the substance, you know, that's not as important as, you know, the selling point mm-hmm. and the, the, the very calculated, you know, uh, the, 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 you know, the very contrived and calculated look of things, you know, that's designed specifically to, you know, turn on little girls, mm. Mm. you know, tiger beat. Uh, yeah. I think there's a part of it too, that you just see the, the, the realness, I guess, within certain things that you don't see in other things, because, you know, somebody who listens to, uh, Charles Bradley could very easily say, well, dude, I mean, you know, if that guy's not inspired by James Brown, then, you know, it's, it's, it's crazy sure. how much, and, 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 you know, I mean, for, for the longest time, he was a, a James Brown impersonator, you know, before he started doing his own stuff. Yeah, but, but, and just, that, but, but however, Charles Bradley, I, I fucking love, you know, because he's he is amazing. fantastic. And, and this is what you're talking about. How come those guys who worked under Michelangelo were not as well known? Well, Bradley is more well known because we are able to hear about him. We're able to share him. We're able to hear, but obviously influenced by somebody who was, you know, a stepping stone to that inspiration to that sound, to that whole persona, you know, inspired by. And there's yeah. nothing fucking wrong with being inspired and emulating something and and it, even imitating something. As long as it's truth. Well, the truth, at some point, truth doesn't matter. It's, it's, it's about, like, you know, when something is full of shit, mm. it, there's a scent and a resonance that, that just... Well, that's what I mean, yeah. Hits, right? And when it's not, there's something, the way that it impacts you, you know, emotionally when you listen to it, that's the important thing, mm-hmm. you know? And then you read the liner notes and you look at the album covers and all that kind of stuff, what they look like and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's all secondary, really, for for something good, in my opinion. It's, you know, but, you know, when you're talking about things where you have to see the picture first and it's like, oh, my God, who are those four guys? Oh, my God, they all sound so perfectly cute because, you know, they've been harmonized with, uh, you know, auto tune perfectly and their outfits match. And it's very, you know, calculated how their sneakers are white and their shoes are sneakers and shoes. Those are the same things. <laughs> well, well, OK, you know, I think my point's been made. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not everything new has to be new mm-hmm. to be good. No, mm-hmm. absolutely. But I mean, I think I think you're crazy. I, I I think you're absolutely crazy if you're not inspired by uh, the uh, you know the the forefathers who, who or, or or mothers who 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 uh, who who were ahead of you, who were within the genre of things that you love and all that stuff. You are, the only thing about it is that you have to take that inspiration from them. And then, you know, it's one thing to emulate for a while, but there's got to be a point where you take that emulation and you make it your own. Yeah, that tire's got to keep rolling and, and keep 
you know, collecting new stuff. Exactly. You know, and new, new inspiration and yeah. drop off a little bit and your own personal. But anybody voice, who tries to live in a vacuum, anybody tries to live in a vacuum with creating in that is, is, oh, is. The vacuum is, I mean, for most part, the, the bigger things, the vacuum is the, whoever owns the rights to your look and your song and your music or your art, mm -hmm. whatever to make, that's making sure that it doesn't change mm -hmm. because it's, it's a brand. Mm -hmm. It's. You don't change the recipe. Well, they changed the recipe of Coke a few times. Yeah, really it didn't work out too well yeah, for them. Yeah, it didn't. but you don't. You don't. If it ain't broke, New you don't. Coke didn't. Yeah, as long as they keep selling, you know, they don't want you to change. They don't want you to mm -hmm. evolve. They don't want you to all of a sudden stop copying somebody else. Even if you've grown up and realized, hey, wow, I've just spent you know 15 years of my better years of my young youth. You know, touring around and making a shit ton of money, but acting like a fucking puppet, being somebody else's, yeah. you know, puppet. And it's like, what do you do then? Your your comeback career? No, because your your fan base is mad at you, your company's mad at you. You know, blah 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 blah. So when well, you go on a bender, you you have a few drinks, you go for a ride, you run over some kids. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. it's it's a disaster. Yeah, yeah. Um, that, um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Can't live in a vacuum. Speaking. Of Change the subject, talking about comeback careers, uncomeback careers, covering a little bit of news right now. Since we're talking music too, as well, Neil Diamond. Ooh, well, yeah, he got Parkinson. He's, yeah, he's so he's done. Elton John. He's done. Elton John, well, he's retiring. He's got a family. Retiring. Yeah. He wants, to, he wants to spend time with his family. Good for him. Slayer? <laughs> Slayer's retiring? Supposedly it's supposed to be. I, I heard it's supposed to be their farewell tour. I mean, how fast can you go at that age? I mean, it's, yeah. it's like I have a hard time keeping up with their music in the car, banging my head. You know, that, <laughs> how do they, yeah. you know, their wrists. I mean, yeah. how, I, I how, hope how that I have that right. I hope I have that right. I, I read somewhere that it's supposed to be their farewell tour. I, I, I think that's... I'm Sure, they all have tennis elbow, and oh you know God, there's yeah. only so much ibuprofen that you could take yeah. on tour. And you know what? You things that you've done that gave you so much excitement in your youth. You know, sometimes it changed. You don't mm -hmm. get the thrill. I'm sure that's always going to be a thrill to be in a crowd of eighty thousand people cheering you. You know, and when you hit one note, the, the, the crowd knows that song that you wrote twenty five right. years ago. That thrill will never be gone. Yeah. But there's got to be a point too. Exactly. But where you just you're fucking over the bus thing. You're over the city to being in a new city every single day and and, and being away from your wife or your children it or happens. your girlfriend or whatever. And that you know. Um, however, with the Elton John thing, three hundred shows or some shit like that. Yeah, it's gonna. He said like two big. years. In yeah. His goodbye, Yellow Brick Road tour. You yeah. know, but I was just thinking about that. It's like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy for him. Oh, me too. To be able to fucking yeah. stop. And I, and I love what Neil Diamond said. He said, "I'm not, I'm not done with the music. I mean, I'm still gonna be recording and 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 writing new music and everything else. I'm just, you know, can't do the can't do the road. So yeah." Yeah, I mean, that selling his music rights to car commercials or whatever I fucking seen. Now it's like I was watching TV uh, a couple of days ago and Sweet Caroline was like, you know, those internet yeah. 
you know, channels where they play the same fucking commercial every time it's a commercial. They're watching <laughs> Walking Dead, you know, and like it's the same fucking commercial every time. Oh, why? Oh, just change it. Just one, one different commercial. One. one. And then you're like, oh, thank God, Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> to next commercial break, you're like, fuck you, Verizon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, crazy, crazy stuff, but. Uh, yeah, and what, anyway. are you, what are you uh, listening to these days? What's what's on rotation? Oh, you, well, you know what? The, 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 the biggest thing that I got into this week was um, two things. Um, um, Def Leppard's catalog finally made it to iTunes. So, uh, uh, for the longest time, I, I guess it was some, something with their record label or, or with their old record label, cause their newer albums were on there, but the old gems and, and were they Electra when they were, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know what label Polygram, I think I Polygram know. sounds right. Po I don't, I don't know if it was, but Polygram just sounds right. So I, I think that might've been it. So they're all their early uh, high and dry, high and dry, which is my favorite, favorite, favorite mm. album of theirs. Dude, I was huge yeah. in, 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 in elementary school and i didn't even get into that album until until my my late 20s or even early 30 probably early 30s because you know for me growing up it was always pyromania and then and then mm -hmm. some of the songs off of uh that other one's uh, hot sticky sweet album uh yeah uh, hysteria, I don't hysteria 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 yeah. so but um yeah, that album there, uh, Pyromania was was the one. And then when I got older, I realized, oh my god, you know, this fucking uh, high and dry. I dry was um, the one. Yeah, and then the other, the other, the other rabbit hole was um, Helford. Uh, listening to Judas uh, Rob uh. Helford's uh, his solo work. Uh, I don't know why I never checked it out before, but it's pretty fucking awesome. So yeah, because I was I got into a little Judas Priest kick last week. Uh -huh. uh, 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 um, again, where I was like listening to a bunch of albums and stuff, and then I was like, you know, I never checked out the Rob Helford stuff. So, well, the other music news, uh, some sad news: Marky e. Smith from the Fall passed away Ooh, just yesterday. I did not hear about it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I was never, uh, you know, any, anything I heard from them was was from you. I'm sure. Well, they. I mean, I don't know what else could be said about. Yeah, how fucking amazing! You know the fall, the fall was, and, and and just that as a character, he was just a, it was a hellion. He was a hellraiser, a troublemaker, and a instigator, and very, 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 very smart. Yeah. yeah, smart, crazy shit. He's you know? pretty old. Well, I mean, 60, I'm not old. Only that's not sixty. Old, that's not old. Yeah, yeah, it's like fifteen years away, less than fifteen, fourteen years away from from how old I am. You know? yeah. yeah, that's not, that's, old. not that's not old at all, man. That's right. That's <clears throat> not. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, that's a bummer. But uh, what, I don't what's think been on your rotation? Healthy. Now, are you? Well, okay. First, I want to figure out what's on your rotation. But okay, and I'll ask me something else. I'm um, listening to a lot of Nick Cave. Nick Cave. Yeah. Older, just, newer. It's good. Middle. Both. 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 Yeah. Everything. All of it. Just like. I didn't get like I've been seeing some like not recently, but in the past like uh, six months, a lot of people posting pictures of his tour. I never got to see him live, you know, and um, uh, unfortunately, I didn't make this last tour. But um, yeah, that that sort of kicked me off starting to re-listen to his catalog of music. And it's just really great painting music because it's like storytelling and it's very yeah. inspirational. His his newer stuff is very sad and heavy and atmospheric and I'll have to check it out. Beautiful stuff. Yeah. That album, I 
don't know if you'll remember the. I don't know if you'll remember which one I'm talking about. But holy shit, the only thing I ever heard from him was obviously like murder ballads. Like that was like the thing, mm-hmm. you know. Everybody was listening to when I was younger and stuff. And yeah. uh, and then obviously there was a, a song. I think it was on the X Files or something. Red right hand. So I heard that song mm-hmm. before. But mm-hmm. you you turned me on to a bunch of it. But that was that one newer album when me and you were <clears throat> uh, that came out that you were playing mm-hmm. for me and gave me. It was fucking awesome. But yeah, push, and, and, yeah. Go on. Yeah. What, what was it? Was it push the sky away? Yeah, I think that was. I, I, yeah. That sounds right. That sounds right. Yeah, I just remember for months it was like my album. I was listening to it over and over again. Uh, so, are you? It's funny because some of my older friends I'm talking to now, and I'm starting to realize some of them have become definitely mixed, mixed. Uh, like mixtape people, but not tapes anymore, but like shuffling and that. Yeah. Are you still an album guy? Because I'm an album guy. Like, I still I, love listening to. Yeah, straight through albums. I like. And I, and I have to, you have to, you know, turn the shuffle off to get the proper order. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah I, if, if I'm listening to, if I get a kick on a band, you know, I, I definitely like to listen to the album all the way through. Like track one in, in yeah, you know, new or whatever. Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, totally album guy. Still, grew up with albums. You know, it's it's definitely in my uh, ingrained in my behavior pattern to listen to an album. I I also do love shuffle. You know, guilty of both. But I say, oh, you know, I've been listening to um, actually album through recently is uh, Caveman, which is a band that Juliet uh, turned me on to just last year. Mm-hmm which um, I think they're Brooklyn-based New York band. And I remember hearing their name around for a long time and just being like, you know, I didn't I didn't do associate with anything from Brooklyn just because, you know. <laughs> Stop it. Because I'm from Manhattan, you know, I was living, you know. That know, just because everything, that I, everything coming from Brooklyn just sucked, you know, so you kind of just get used Like, to do it. I have to wear really, really tight pants to listen to this? It's actually very, very good. And wear a fedora? <laughs> actually you could borrow my fedora okay. that i use when i listen to them um, <laughs> that's not like that anymore i'm sure but... what brooklyn well that part of Bro- i mean it's not even all of brooklyn. No, it, it, was, it was really yeah, only yeah. uh yeah, yeah. it's like that yeah well, of course it is it's the yeah. worst new new bushwick <laughs> yeah new bushwick you know where new bushwick is albany yeah <laughs> 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 yeah, well, that's pretty much everywhere around here. Even at this Hudson, point. New York, Catskills, forget it. Yeah. They're done. You got to go to fucking Lake Erie. Yeah. <laughs> Niagara Falls. Dude, Niagara Falls. So man. they're good. They're good, though. The, the, what's it, what's... Yeah, they're good. They're yeah. called Caveman. I yeah. play, I sent you one song. It was like an instrumental, I think, uh, a track on your phone. Yeah. Caveman. Yeah, listen to Caveman. Early stuff. They've the, been around I mean, for a long time. A, a, a handful of years, you know, that's, I mean, it's a little bit, you know, referential sounding. They do have a very particular eighties alternative pop sound. And by like alternative pop, I mean, like I, when I think uh, like bands like squeeze or the fix, mm-hmm, or those mm-hmm. kind of like bands in the eighties that were like, or like Oingo Boingo, they're like weird, but they're like not as weird as, uh, you know, the, the cure or joy division or you know shit like that but they're definitely like got that alternative pop yeah sound 
to him, almost even sometimes U2, which I can't stand anymore. That band is just, oh, new not, or, or, or old or anything. Anything after Joshua Tree. Even all that rattle and hum. Uh, I don't know, dude. Pop, uh, pop, and fucking not. Uh, okay. Those, I listen, mean, those albums. Yeah, are listen, great, man. Dude. This is coming from a fish head. I'm not. Yeah. Your opinion. You, you <laughs> no, 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 no. But they were, they were. I, I felt like pop, pop, and um, um. I forget the other one. I forget that other one that was. It's called really Go. Huge. Uh, REM. No, 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 stop it. No. But I felt that that was, that was the same kind of thing that uh, uh, Radiohead, Radiohead did with like OK Computer versus uh, the, the other album. Yeah, 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 yeah. That other fucking album that was before that. I, I'm so bad with names with shit. But that just total change and that total different like – you know, talk about reinventing yourself. Whether or not you like it, that's that's. You yeah, know. but the thing but, about you too is, I didn't get that. From, I felt it was so forced. There, there it was like, hey, everyone, look, we're reinventing ourselves. Yeah. More than like, okay, guys, let's reinvent and see what happens. Because I hate. I'm. I was with you, man. I hated it forever, forever, and then I, I don't it. know. And then one the, night, live zoo TV and all that kind of like, ooh, live feed video. Like they're trying to get like all technology. <laughs> Like they were like living, the trying to stay in the cusp. You they can't were like blame a bunch of guys that want to stay in the cusp and be ahead of the wave, man. They were surfing that shit. Yeah, you know what? They were paddleboarding that shit. That sucked. <laughs> they were skipboarding. I'm sorry. Yeah. They might have been surfing. They, they they wiped out after Joshua Tree. That I mean, that shit was. You know, there was a lot more soul and and lot Absolutely. less. Absolutely. I mean, I love. I love. They became like Liberace. You know, I mean, too much schmaltz and glitz and all that shit that just like washed out the, the raw sound of their their already like dangerously lingering to hyper pop. Pop. You know. Stuff, it's like, yeah. Yeah. Who knows? I don't, know. I don't know what happens to the human brain when. Octoon Baby. That was the other one. You become a super success. I don't know what happens. Maybe your brain just breaks. And it's like, <laughs> everything that well, you, you I, used to I, I be heard, really, you put out crap. I don't know if this story is true, but for them, I heard that the drummer was like, look, I can't do this anymore. We either got to like switch this shit up, but like, it, it, that he was kind of one of the people. That Larry Mullen? He was like, that, that, like hey, that's man, what I, yeah. got to start sucking immediately or I'm out of this. <laughs> I, I don't know if that's true. I don't true. Larry Mullen could, Called the shots. No, no. <laughs> why? What would, what would make you say that? So, did he ever open his mouth? Do you even know what he sounds like? Like, no. this Larry Mullen talking is. I know. He's like, hey, fellas. Larry Mullen is it, or is that the bass player, Larry Mullen? I don't fucking know. Whatever, man. The guy always looked like sad. He looked like Corey Hart. He looked like a sad, scared boy. But he can keep forever, man. Yeah. Hey, hey, Bono and Lady Gaga. This, I'm really, really sorry that you still exist. Oh, and, um, no, I'm sorry, but I, you know, that last <laughs> album that like wound up uh, like on your fucking Mac and you couldn't delete it. Did you get that fucking album? Yeah. yeah what yeah. kind of invasion great, of privacy? Dude, it's an all, oh man, it was great. Yeah, every once in a while, like, I'm listening to my music on shuffle, but, like, you know, the Melvins will fade out, and all of a sudden, like, some shitty, overproduced guitar would come, like, rocking in, and then, I think Larry Mullen's actually the bass player, whoever the drummer, whatever. It was, like, fucked it up. 
Well, if you didn't have listened to shit on Shuffle, you wouldn't have that fucking problem. I feel like killing myself. Because the delete button doesn't work. You weren't able to. De- I never tried to delete it. You're not. You weren't able no, just to delete it. Had, they had to make like a press conference apology. I heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I yeah. had to make like. Uh, you had to get like an app to delete their music or something. <laughs> I got the app or whatever. I went now, through. Now, what would happen? Though, what would happen if that? Now, how how would your feelings change if the if <laughs> if the Melvins, you know, instantly put. A fucking brand new album on everybody's iTunes. I'd be psyched. And you woke. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be psyched. There's another. Isn't it funny how that works? Isn't it funny how that works? Yeah, because they don't suck like you two. <laughs> and and they would never do uh, that. The Melvins are great, but well, I don't know if anybody's on. You know, hey, we gotta get the Melvins in here. And, <laughs> They're probably not at the top of the list for uh, executives at at, uh, at at Apple. Yeah, because they're idiots. Because they don't realize that these I guys. I agree. I agree. Are... One of the greatest bands ever. It's another band that you turned me on to that I wasn't listening to. I like turning you on, man. Yeah. I like being turned on, but you know, um, yeah. Also. So, any music suggestions out there? Do not send them in because. <laughs> Okay. Please send David Stupakis at Gmail the link to your band. No, <laughs> he, don't he wants that. To know. I don't want that. I don't want that. Don't don't do that. Uh, I already got to start a new fucking Gmail account. Well, well you got too much. Uh, yeah, just just too much yeah. garbage coming in there, like from you know people selling your email to other people or whatever. I don't know how that shit but happens. That but I've had that email for so long at lot. this point. What's that? A lot. That yeah. has increased yeah. a lot in the past. Ever like... since I did New York Comic Con, which pissed me off because you pay money to do this convention, they definitely sold. Your yeah, well, the regulations have been lax because of you know who's in the fucking charge of the, the you know making decisions in the U.S. government mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. That piece of shit. Yeah. Well, I want to. That's. Well, we're not talking politics. Yeah, yeah, no. But I do want to talk about that eventually. Maybe we'll talk about that next episode. I want to talk about that whole. Um, I forget what act it's called, but the whole thing of people uh, allowing you to see what they want you to see and you oh, know, yeah. neutrality. Yeah. yeah, yes, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Oh God, because that's gonna fucking hurt. It's gonna hurt like a band aid. Yeah. Whatever. We we're human beings. We're adaptable. Yeah. You know, I think we're holding way too much, uh, way too, way way too much importance on these things that we have now. These toys. This 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 minute technology. This bullshit primitive technology that we think is so fascinating, fantastic. When it's like the tip of an iceberg, and we're still so wrapped up in the fact that we can fit it in our fucking pocket. Who gives a shit? I give a shit because, because I give a shit, I, but I, I, I who I, gives a shit about like at, at, at the same time because it, it's ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows and ebbs and flows. It's like uh, it is ebbs and flows, but I would not be where I am today without it in 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 the uh, in the way of being able to make a living. No, but you would find another way. That's true. You I'd be on found the street it. corner. <laughs> Ten bucks. Yeah, that that would last about a day, and then you realize, well, I am not making any money, <laughs> and my mouth hurts. <laughs> your mouth hurts oh god, oh, god. I feel bad for the other guy 
<laughs> no empathy for your your mouth. <laughs> but you know, we 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 just we just all too much regard for these little things, these little toys of ours. And at the same time, I we agree. Also, I mean, we fucking we it's become to be a place of we're not even aware of anything else that's going on around our surroundings because we're so. Uh, involved with entranced it's like we pulled over at the rest stop and we never left yeah you know the, the journey continues let's move forward let's go let's let's see what's uh further down the road mm-hmm. besides apple there's, you know? there's gold in them hills like we said last week there's gold in them thar hills <laughs> yeah. fucker yeah but you know you know what i mean I'm, I'm not trying to be like too pessimistic or or you know have leaned a slant towards like apocalypse and all that kind of stuff and revolution and blah blah. I'm just thinking, you know. Well, those days are over. For me. I'm just along for the fucking ride man, at this point. Well, <laughs> Leave me alone. Let me make work and uh, and hopefully I'll be able to sustain <laughs> making a living. Yeah, we're trying. We're all trying. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the way. I mean, I remember being younger and thinking I could. You know, I'm not saying this is what you're saying, but I'm just thinking about being younger, thinking I could change the world or be a part of this thing of making things better and all that stuff. Well, <laughs> and, the, the then, and then and yes. then I, I got older and realized, yeah, that's not happening. Well, the thing is, you are part of the thing too. You're, we're all part of it. Of course, we're yeah. all we're all pretty much the same fucking thing. Yeah. We're all the same entity. We're all the same like thing. Mm-hmm. It's this breathing, living mass of meat. Yeah. Well, that's why I became okay well, finally about that idea is if I can bring a little bit of joy or happiness through my work to somebody else, then yeah, a lot, yeah. that's awesome. You know? Yeah, that's that's seems for me that's the that's the end game goal really mm-hmm. is 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 joy, happiness, feeling the pain, you know, sucking it up, feeling it because you want to live, you want to feel. If you don't feel, you're a sociopath. You become mm-hmm. a serial killer if you don't feel. <laughs> you know. Yep. And so sometimes I don't feel, and I'm like, uh oh. Mm-hmm. I better start feeling. Feeling very <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, oh, oh, things are getting dark. Trying to stare at kittens walking in the alleyway. Oh. Right? What insides look like. No, I'm not really interested in the inside of a cat. And, so, and at that note, <laughs> hey, that note, I gotta go. No, um, I love cats. Okay, so. I know you do. Fuck anybody who doesn't like a cat, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm just dropping off listeners that don't exist yet, one by one, <laughs> picking them off like a fucking sniper. Oh, you, you, you like fish? You like aquariums? You're a fucking shithead. These shitheads collect fish. No, I actually... Hey, how's it going? <laughs> I don't feel like about people with hey, Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna end this call and go listen to some fish. Sick of this. Go listen to Farmhouse. Farm? <laughs> I don't know, it's one of their albums. It was the first one that came to my head. It's one of their actually later. Well, not later at this point. But what's that? Is that a fish album? Yeah, Farmhouse. Yeah. Yeah, it came out. I, I, I was saying one of their later albums, but it probably came out in two thousand and one. All right, all right, all right. Let's stop plugging that band. That they've got a... Yeah, they're coming through town. Yeah, sure they <laughs> are. Joking. There they go. <laughs> Terrible drivers. Mm. No, I think the best thing I've ever seen was um, 
on the on, on the interweb is and you can google it is what fish sounds like to people who don't listen to fish <laughs> really yeah it's a video of you know somebody overdubbed you know what it sounds like for people who don't listen to fish to listen <laughs> to fish and it's one of you're gonna love it it's one of the funniest things I've ever Is seen. it the same dude who puts across those videos where it's like, he'll have like Kiss like playing and then and then he'll be playing like really bad guitar solos over it and stuff? <laughs> stuff like that. I've seen stuff like that. It's fine. It, it might be. I don't know. Oh, seen, that's amazing. Okay, I gotta have to check that out. Pencil it down. It's worth it. I've gone back and watched it a few times. If I'm feeling down and blue, it'll, it'll, it'll uplift you. Oh God! It puts a smile on my fucking face. Just thinking about it. Uh, oh God! Oh, God. So off. you still have all your fish cassette tapes? Yeah, you know I gotta I, check this out. I got to. Uh, I mean, they've all been um, now they're on the computer. Burnt. But uh, yeah, I have um, five big ass boxes of CDs that are like in a closet where I know if I just get rid of the CDs, that will be. Uh, really great storage space for other that shit. Bedroom. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can rent so, out. Because uh, I got these like four, five boxes all stacked up to, uh, on top of each other, so they're taking up the entire closet. Um, Are they all but, fish um, CDs? No, 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 no. Okay. Only, only one box. No, no, but uh, no, 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 no. They're just all my old old CDs and tapes and stuff. Um, but, you know, I am... You got your Sarah McLaughlin in there, too. I do. I was kidding. You do. You son of a bitch. Of course I do. You know, the first three albums are great. I mean, her first three albums. You're in Astoria, Queens. You know how much rent costs per square foot? I know. Those CDs are taking up space. Look at that shelf behind you. I know. Think of all that space. I know. Now look over here. I know. Yeah, no shit. Talking about fucking. Oh man, you, people can see it you need, you need to get no fucking ladder to get the books uh, off the top shelf, for Christ's sake, you dirty bastard. I got ladders. Yeah, I know, I know you got ladders. I'll give you a ladder. Um, but yeah, so I gotta, I gotta, I gotta do that. I mean, I probably have to go through it because she has a bunch of stuff in there too that are, you know, sentimental, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, gotta go through it, get rid of them, and it's not even like bring them to a thrift shop at this point because they'll probably be like, yeah, we don't want them either. Yeah, <laughs> so it's more like fire them in the garbage can. I don't know, man. They're good for cars, car drives. Everybody's got the the the, the auxiliary or the friggin' plug-in mm. thing for the you know the, the well, I'm still USB driving or... 2001, so yeah. I've got a CD player in my car. Do you? Really? Yeah, mm. we have a CD player in our car too. It hardly ever works, but you know. But I also have the thing where I can plug in the cigarette lighter, my iPod, so or my phone. Granted, iPod and, and music via digital is much more convenient. Yeah, carry twelve CDs or carry five hundred albums, <laughs> or whatever it is. You know, yeah, yeah, the big, big difference. But, um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got to get rid of those. That's next. That's Something. next. I've been talking about That's it for the last week. like five years. <laughs> <laughs> been talking about it ever since we moved in here. You know, really. I, yeah, fuck, I haven't listened. To, I, don't I don't know when was the, when was the last time you you listened to a CD. Oh, well, today? in the car. In the car today. In the car. I was listening yeah. to Dinosaur yeah. Junior in the car today. I, I would I, be stoked to be able to do uh, at some point if I had a bigger place or whatever, but to start doing vinyl. 
like yeah, building yeah. a vinyl collection and that because that'd be awesome because i still do love having the artwork and and I, and I miss that so much where it's like every single time you pull out an album whether it was a tape cassette or a friggin vinyl or, or a cd you'd be reminded of how amazing that artwork is now when i go put on an album you're looking at a one inch by one inch fucking image of the artwork on itunes you know yeah. it's, it's it's very very different that's a different experience yeah. a very different experience but, less immersive yeah. it's all about you you know you, you miss that you smell speaking of which i bought a, a, i bought a michelangelo i got the i got the book from the show mm. and that smell oh, oh fresh ink it. yeah it smells so good fresh printed ink yeah. yeah so what do you say we wrap this up <laughs> let's wrap it up let's wrap it up well it's been fun it has been fun this is great dude and it's i, I once again it's i love being able to have uh being put in a situation to, you know, we got to talk, talk to each other. Yeah. We got to talk. Yeah, because, you know, we always put stuff. It's, oh, dude, I'll, you know, we call each other. I'll talk to you later or, you know, call yes. you next week or whatever and that. And so Listen, man, uh, every day, every day, whether it's somebody close to my life or somebody that's removed one way or the other, I'm reminded how quickly things are taken away from us and people are taken away. So I cherish my time with my friends. And uh, this is it's great to to have this sort of uh, venue for us to uh, stay in touch and talk shit, I agree, get excited. I'm oh, man. I'm oh, going to go to my studio. I'm going to get some work done and I uh, hope you do the fucking same. Yeah, I'm going to turn my chair to the east. <laughs> do the same. Yeah, turn, turn <laughs> I'm already in here, but uh, uh, I hope everybody uh, enjoyed the episode and yeah, thank you. you for please listening. subscribe to us. Uh, we please. really, really uh, would hope that you do that. If you dig the show, and, Even um, if you don't, because there'll be other ones, and you might like it. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna have guests on, so but there will be guests. Fun. So we're gonna have people we're gonna talk with, and and don't forget we have a we have a, a YouTube channel, Gimme Babble, uh, on YouTube. Uh, we're posting videos of demos. I got a video up there right now about um, uh, making carbon transfers. Very quick, you know, simple thing. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it's kind of an experimental video just to see what it's like, but you know, stuff like that. I'm going to share yeah, a little a day in the life in Hawkbaum Studio. Well, just a little bit of uh, <laughs> a taste of it, a taste of it. <laughs> yeah, give you a little taste. <laughs> All right, brother. I love you, buddy. I love you too. And uh, yeah, talk to you soon. Talk to you soon. Later.